Hey, what's up? This is Jeremy Palco from The Walking Dead, and this is Still Toking With. Hey, this episode of Still Token With is brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network. You can find more about this awesome show and others just like it by heading over to thedorkening.com. On this episode of Still Token With, we're having a quarantine special. Join us as we chat with the man from Sin City, Mr. Jeffrey Peterson aka the 420 comic as usual this is a kick-ass episode coming at you right now shark bites shark bites podcast it's the greatest show in history from the Dorkening Network, hosted by a nerd who's named Patsy. From movie reviews to tips on surviving the coronavirus, Shark Bites has it all. Follow us on Facebook and suggest topics at sharkbitespod at gmail.com. Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Rise and shine, my sinners. When Father Evil starts his day, he gets a little deadly. Deadly Grounds Coffee has the richest, smoothest flavor you'll find anywhere. It's sinfully delicious. Once you go deadly, you never go back. Order yours at GetDeadly.com. Coffee's so good, it's scary. The Dorkening and all affiliated shows are not intended for anyone under the age of 18. The following may contain discussions or scenes that have adult situations, graphic violence, nudity, strong sexual content, and graphic language. This show is intended for mature audiences only. Viewer discretion is advised. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Pace, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. 
For another episode of Still Token With, it's going to be a fun show. And uh, the maestros here, Ben and Jeff, how you doing? <laughs> how you doing, everybody? I'm dying over here. <laughs> well, you good... want to keep it down while you do that? No, it was a good <laughs> hit. It was a good hit. Yeah. Uh, Leo always does that to me. He goes live right as I take a huge rip off the bone or the pipe. And well, like, he always <laughs> says five. Well, yeah, but... So five usually five is like ten, right? Well, maybe maybe where you went to school. Ah, uh, all right, all right. Yeah. It's gonna be one of those. Yeah, nights. it's gonna be like that. Uh, it's gonna be like that tonight, <laughs> huh? It's gonna be like that tonight. All right, all right. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. So, I ate my Russell Stoner. Oh, okay. So oh, I'm nice. gonna tell. I'll, I'll just say, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I get that out of the way. <laughs> How you doing, so, Leo? Uh, oh, doing great, doing great. So, so for uh, I, I know we got a guest we need to definitely get to, uh, but Russell Stoner. Uh, He'll so, wait. He can definitely wait. <laughs> so, your reaction that must be a good bar. Uh, yeah, it is a good bar. Um, you know, handmade by a friend of mine, and uh, yeah, awesome. I don't eat the whole thing. I'll be a, I'd be fucked up. Specially seasoned, just for Jeff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. Salted so, uh, chocolate. So tonight we have a uh, special guest here, uh, Jeffrey Peterson. That's R-E-Y, not E-R-Y, for all of you folks out there. Uh, that gets very <laughs> upsetting when they spell it wrong. Uh, oh, 420 Comic out of Las Vegas. Uh, Cali Chronic Comics as well. Did I say that correctly? You did. See, Yay! I did. You won, you won free rolling papers. It's early. <laughs> I'll, I'll fuck it up later. Mm-hmm. Actually, I used all those rolling papers already. So did I. Those rolling papers, man, people, lo- people love them. Uh, Willie Nelson, uh, in particular, I-, I gave him two boxes and he asked for two more. Well, <laughs> fucking greedy so, bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him you want some CBD infused coffee for your boys yeah. out on the East Coast. Yeah. I got Cheech and Chong to, uh, to endorse them by accident. And uh, when they realized they were endorsing them, uh, Paris Chong said, you know, we don't do this for anybody, Jeff, but you're an exception. And I said, good, because <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> too late now. That's right. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I got to make more. I, I'm all out of my rolling papers. I made 5,000 of them. And interestingly enough, 5,000 of them got confiscated by the U.S. Customs. Uh, they were made in China. Ooh, scary. Oh, no wonder they didn't stick. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's funny. For, for, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> for a Chinese product. No, well, because I know for a fact that people love them. I mean, they people tell me, including Willie Nelson, that they they are some of the best papers they've rolled with. And, and that's all from uh, uh, Todd Holland Customs. So uh, I got to thank them for that. Todd Holland, our buddy from... Uh, 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 grandma's boy and uh, the uh, water boy you know the actor yep yep um and uh you know uh hey to everybody out there on your and your uh still token podcast up 
I noticed we we have a mutual friend from our our uh, comic book conventions, uh, our buddy Mark Dodson. Yep. Yeah. What a cool guy, man. I've hung out with Mark. I mean, sar- uh, salacious crumb. <laughs> you know, he's yeah. a, he's he's a, a a real character, and um, so uh, yeah, I'm here in Vegas doing my uh, Jerome Baker bong. We actually have quite a few uh, friends in common. You know, when you came on the other night, when we did the uh, little smoke sesh, just to join people, to, you know, uh, and you and Rick Naya. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, I mean, Rick's a great guy. And just, you Rick, guys were like, boop, 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 and I'm like, the fuck, man? <laughs> it was so neat. Yeah, because, uh, you know, I've been fortunate enough to, to uh, be uh, brought to uh, New England for some uh, cannabis events. Uh, back in uh, 2011, I was part of Cannamania. I don't know if you guys remember that in Augusta. That was really groundbreaking. And then I've performed at the New Hampshire Hemp Fest twice. So um, that was great. I've performed in Boston at clubs, uh, uh, but like Thunder Down Under or what, the, the, the Thunder Bar. <laughs> the Thunder, the Thunder Bar. Bar. The Thunder Bar. And, uh, but um, I still, you know, you guys are, are two guys to talk to. It's still a goal of mine to be part of the Boston Freedom Rally. So, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not giving up on that one. Let's because see. Uh, is anybody in the fucking chat right now from that? Uh, no, I don't see anybody in the chat yet. Not from, not from Boston Freedom Rally. There's a shitload well, of people if, in the chat. Yeah, if, we'll, we'll if, reach if, out to Bill. Yeah, if Red if if uh, Red Blazer and I can uh, you know mend our <laughs> mend our fence, you know Red Blazer, right? You guys know Red Blazer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We were really good friends, and then uh, we got into we got into a weird <laughs> argument online, and that was over. <laughs> but you yeah, know, th- things change. But you know, guys, uh, it's really cool to be here. Um, I I want to tell everybody about my uh, latest uh, issue of my comic book series, The Achievers. Uh, this is issue number four. I'm really excited about it, and uh, it's uh, it's called the uh, the issue is called uh, Sea Hunt. The episode and um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, and okay, uh, it, continue. That name that name was given to me. I mean, obviously that's inspired by the TV show Sea Hunt, uh, uh, which my my comic book The Achievers is is inspired by the Big Lebowski. So there's a lot of it's basically a love letter to Jeff Bridges. I just I think Jeff Bridges is the most awesome actor ever. And um, for this uh, comic book, I go right to the source. Uh, my friend Jeff Dowd is the real dude. He's the guy that that Jeff Bridges portrays in The Big Lebowski. So if you guys know who he is, uh, he he kind of helped out with this one. So shout out to Jeff. Nice, nice, nice. Now, if somebody wants to get it, where do they get it? Uh, they can contact me uh, at my uh, Facebook page, um, uh, Cali Chronic Comics. Um, we we had a uh, um, we used to have a website, but it got hacked, so we're we're working on that. But uh, contact me directly. But I have um, comic books uh, in stores, uh, it, mostly on the West Coast. But you could always um, order it from Mile High Comics in uh, Denver, Colorado. Uh, Mile High Comics is the world's largest comic book store, and um, so they they carry my uh, stuff there and they do ship them. So, uh, well, or you can just contact me directly. It looks like that's somebody we're going to have to reach out to there, Ben. Yeah, I'll make that. I'll I'll, I'll okay. make that happen too. I missed and, everything. Um, of course you did, <laughs> Stoner. <laughs> but I look forward to uh, the time when we can, uh, you know, get together in person uh, and uh, like we had discussed, uh, possibly in Vegas. 
and um, really capitalize on what we're doing here because we're we're uniquely uh, uh, meshed together in that we make not only cannabis-themed comic books, but cannabis-themed comic books set in the post-apocalyptic era. So right. it's, kind of, uh, it's kind of unique. I don't know anybody else other than you guys, and, and I enjoy your comic book a lot. I, I, um, I don't have issue three yet, and I, I can't wait to get it. But um, hint, guys, hint. Uh, ah, look at that. <laughs> Leo, Leo, Leo's got his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, so uh, um, I actually oh, received it a little while ago. But I've been putting everything. I'm calling it mail jail, so uh, I throw all the mail like in the garage for a couple of days, let the, uh, the the virus like dissipate. And, what are you uh, trying to say? Whoa, 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 whoa! What, what are you what, trying to he's say? He's quarantining your comic book. Exactly. <laughs> no shit. Not from you, the mail carrier. You know. Oh, okay. I was just making sure it wasn't from us. No, 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 not at all. No. I mean, we're from Boston, not China. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just a uh, real quick, uh, if you're interested in uh, following Jeffrey and why the hell he wouldn't you be, uh, there's a bunch of information down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. And uh, I made it real easy. Uh, his Facebook page, uh, Cali Chronic Comics Publications, is uh, there's a link right below. Uh, also, the 420 comic as well. So, if you want to reach out to him, a bunch of people in uh, the chat rooms. Uh, I'm going to try to keep an eye on uh, all four of them. Uh, so, yeah, William... have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Laura Potter says hi. William Pace is in the chat room as well. Sergio, Billy Baird, uh, Angela Bergeron uh, over on the Token Dead side. We have uh, Wendy Water Waterson, uh, Ryan Kimball, uh, Zach Kalklo, uh Actually, a bunch of people going on. So uh, sorry if I miss anything. Fico fam, yeah, Fico. you need need issue three. Fico. Yeah, Fico man. There's a lot one of thing I like, love about Whoa. what you guys do is uh, they just faded I just right in. Yeah, I mentioned this last time I was on here. One of the things I love about what you guys do is, like me, um, you don't just cater to the cannabis community and the cannabis industry. You branch out and go into the comic book uh, conventions like I do. And like I said uh, last time, it's, it's, it's so much better being the stoner guy at the comic book convention than it is right. being the comic book guy at the weed convention. Because, <laughs> you know, the weed, the weed people are like, oh, that's cool. Uh, is there weed in it? <laughs> yeah right oh right oh my god my rolling papers you know which got hugely popular people would be like hey how come there's not like comic strips on the rolling papers and i said because the second you roll them up you wouldn't fucking see them anymore what the hell's the point <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's cute but very expensive to make like you want a pack of rolling papers that cost 15 bucks <laughs> you know right so um but uh I think it's neat what you guys are doing. I see that you guys are out there at the uh, the comic book conventions and stuff. And um, uh, we're in a weird position right now. I don't know if you guys are aware. Uh, in addition to <coughs> the world falling apart before our eyes, the comic book world has literally fallen apart, man. Um, oh, it's uh, getting hammered. It's getting hammered. Yeah, Diamond distribution is like, forget it. We're not. Well, we're not yeah. Interested. I, I, you know, I'm going to say this on air live. Yeah. I don't really fucking care about Diamond. No, we don't. <laughs> we're, the, we're indies. We're indie That's people. Right. That's so, exactly so we right. Don't. <coughs> and, and this is, brings me to my point, Jeff, is um, I'm not going to stop printing because no. nothing, nothing beats this. No digital comic is ever going to compare to reading this on the shitter, you know? And <laughs> we know True. our audience and um, – it's just it's a tangible thing and i'll tell you what 
watching Red Man from Method and I mean watching Method Man from uh, Method and Red yep. roll a joint or uh, a blunt in this case on one of my comic books was just like one of the coolest <laughs> things ever. And you can't do that with digital. So um, no, no, you can't. So we're you know I, I'm I'm positive you guys aren't going to stop printing and neither am I. So uh, no, no. So, it might even give us a tiny edge in this, you know, because um, what a sad state of affairs that now uh, Marvel has been gobbled up by Disney. Disney doesn't care or uh, appreciate the comic book genre. They just care about dollars. And I used to work for Disney. I was an animator and I used to work for Disney. So, you know, just what a what a, a cruel corporation to even consider not putting comic books in people's hands and and dc and valiant and most of the rest of them are gonna follow suit too so you know <coughs> you, folks you're not gonna see a lot of uh comic book titles hitting the shelves like you used to it's it's and and consequently watch comic book stores fall by the wayside you know yes yeah, that, yeah that's, that's very very unfortunate too you know yeah um yeah. But, i've been following a site called uh it's a new page uh what's it called plan c distribution mm -hmm. i don't know if you've seen that uh jeffrey mm -hmm. no it's um uh, it's all uh it's it's the comic book industry there's mm -hmm. been posts from um alterna comics actually diamond has even made a post on that page you know what I mean? Mm. And there's a lot of people that are very upset about how things are going. And there's a, a shitload of people in there trying to come up with a, with a plan yeah. for indie comics to be able to d distribute properly to these stores to keep these stores alive. Right. Stan Lee would, you know, he would be tripping out if he were still here. And uh, he would be, I'm sure he would he would be very disappointed in, in that. And you know what? I was watching Kevin Smith on his podcast, uh, his live uh, podcast, when um, this news broke. And you could see just the utter shock in Kevin Smith's face. Like, he was like, are you, what? Are you kidding me? This is really, and, and not even somebody like Kevin Smith could save this. I would, I would think, you know, there would be a few champions to kind of go, no, no, we're going to still distribute stuff. But they all just kind of said, yeah, I guess, I guess comic books are going to be done then. <laughs> Well, well not us. We're indies. Yeah. Well, Alterna actually came out and said that they are all done dealing with Diamond. Yeah. They actually <laughs> said that. That was a post that they you know, made. And really, this is a great opportunity for someone else to pick up that ball and run with it. Because, like, well, Diamond got too big. Yeah. They got way too big. Little guys like you know me and Ben and our little zombie comic. We didn't stand mm -hmm. a chance with those guys. Right. And see, you know, people in our position, um, you know, we don't we don't print a million comics. 50,000 comics we you know our, our runs are limited because you know that that the scarcity creates the collectability you know if you if you print too much then they're not really collectible are they right. uh, so so you got to keep the numbers to where you do sell them out I mean I have titles that are sold out and I, I have um, uh, I have nine uh, issues out uh, nine different uh, comic books out and uh, five titles and um, the you know the fact that three of my comic books are completely sold out are now collector's items and um it's probably going to be uh something that we reprint my business partner uh from king of quality productions wants to uh, uh reprint some of these and then uh the collectible aspect even gets better so you know hopefully this kind of stuff will make indie guys like us uh, a little more appreciated out there 
Right. Well, right. yeah, because our only medium, honestly, has been, uh, you know, going out there, getting your face out there, going to the shows, you know, and um, and doing your due diligence. Hanging that's out with the dorkening. Yeah. Hanging out with yeah. the dorkening, you <laughs> yeah. know. Um, and that's really been our only outlet, other than, you know, you try and spread the word. Social <clears throat> media helps, but, you know, we want to interact with people face to face. Well, right. uh, and I think you, know you guys I mean? have you guys have found like like I have and, and you know something I mean I've been a comic book nerd my whole life. You're just gonna uh, raise your hand, Leo. You're just gonna go. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't want to interrupt. Yeah, sure, come on, jump <laughs> just in. say hey. No, no, no. I, I was just gonna say you're talking about outlets, and this uh, you know re- rewinds us a little bit. Uh, you know our local comic book shops. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Uh, us as fans, we need to do what we can to support, you know, our local shops because, uh, right. you know, you know uh, right, right. like, you know, my poll list is uh, completely bare right now. The uh, they the owner of the shop delivered all my comics. I paid with PayPal. Uh, so now what I'm trying to do is I'm, I'm trying to look at older runs that I'm missing. Uh, I have uh, Batman year two to McFarlane covers uh, going to be coming to me this week. Um, but, you know, if you have a local shop. You know, call them up, see if they're delivering, you know, and, and support them in this, their time of need. And, you know, with Kevin Smith, you know, to stash, the great thing is they, they have that, you know, other line of business that, you know, is the mecca of Kevin Smith fans, you know, just making the trip there just to, to see the stash. And, and uh, but, you know, as a comic book shop, he's he's hurting as well. So definitely. Yeah. And uh, interesting you bring up the stash. Um, I uh, possess and own the set pieces from Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. They, they were given to me by a buddy of mine that was one of the set designers. Uh, I have the movie's characters from the restaurant. Oh, nice. And and I've spoken to Kevin about it, and I said, look, I don't want to sell these, and I feel like having them is like I'm holding something that I shouldn't have. I said, I want them to be in your secret stash. I would like them to be on the walls there. Well, but he's he he's up, he up the ante. Yeah, I think you're gonna say what I'm thinking. Yeah, he, he's building a Smod Castle like half an hour away. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, Kevin and I um, and uh, uh, Jason have talked about this. I said, look, I'll give them to you. Okay, I'm not gonna put these on eBay and sell them or something, or you know, because I probably could sell them for pretty much, you know, a, a lot of money for to some the real collector. But they belong back to him, I think, and I think they. Especially, he's got the restaurant coming up and the, the themed restaurant and stuff. I would love to have those in there. And uh, I tried to, uh, I tried to get. I, I was talking to Kevin and, and Ming Chen and uh, Mike, uh, Mike Z about. Look, I will give these to you guys. This was when Comic Book Men was on. I said, all I ask is, I just want to be on the show for a TV credit. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's it. <laughs> That's all I'm looking for is to get, you know, because for a comedian, I need TV credit. So then their show gets canceled and I'm like, oh, boy. So I told Kevin, I just want to give them to you. Uh, And I said, but and then uh, Jason said, well, you can drop them off at our Smodcast uh, office in L.A. I said, dude, I ain't dropping off shit. This is going to be publicity time for me. Right. right. (laughs) I give give these to you. You're going to take photos and you're going to make a you're going to make a press conference kind of thing saying wow i got these back and this guy gave them to me so i'm gonna get my piece out of it too (laughs) (laughs) uh for those of you that you know if you're fans of kevin smith and you know you haven't had a chance to check out the stash 
Uh, you know, it's definitely laid out differently than from what Comic Book Men was. But uh, more importantly is about 30 minutes down the way is the original Quick Stop where Clerks was filmed. Uh, and up until recently, right next door was still the video store. It was out of business, but there was still VHS tapes in there. Uh, and that's where they're making Smodcastle as the VHS sh shop. But uh, yeah, the, the convenience store is a trip because it's, it, it hasn't changed since the, the movie was filmed. Even though it caught on fire, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but now, now it's, if you've seen the movie, the, the recent one, the reboot, now it's yeah. uh, cock smokers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was for, I, last time I saw Kevin, uh, I told him, you know, of all the things you've done, Tusk is brilliant. Tusk is, uh, is not only um, something I think is, is a really brilliant horror movie, but definitely his best movie. But the neat thing about Tusk is I was, and he, I showed him this. I was so inspired by Tusk that my, my main villain is Mr. Tusk. He is, uh, he's, he's based on that character. Oh, so nice. uh, <laughs> it's uh, in the apocalypse. And um, when, when the big one hit it, it somewhat turned him back into a man, but he's still got tusks and uh, he's on a quest to uh, he's on a quest to get in a hold of El Duderino, which is the son of, uh, of the dude, Jeffrey Lebowski in the apocalypse. And as you remember in the big Lebowski, um, there's a scene where um, uh, the dude is is floating in the air, holding onto a bowling ball, following Maud Lebowski on a on a uh, magic carpet. And uh, the the rug is uh, is integral to the comic book because if that carpet is actually magic, that means magic is real. And if magic is real, then Tusk can be turned back into a human, and that's kind of the, the scenario in my book. Sorry, the cat's trying to eat my headphone cord. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you provoking him, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I like to so, provoke. And the neat thing is too, uh, I'm using utilizing this time to uh, uh, amp up my uh, writing of my animated series. Uh, we're doing it, working on an animated series based on this, and um, uh, hopefully that's going to see the light of day by you know the beginning of next year, if, if there is a beginning of next year. <laughs> <laughs> right. But none of us can make plans solidly. I mean, this is ridiculous. Well, no. that's the hard part. That's what really sucks. You know? <clears throat> it does. Well, does, yeah, uh, you can make plans. You can be like, well, I'm going to get up. I'm going to take a shower. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm going to put my ass on the couch. Uh, <laughs> I might walk out in the yard. Don't look at don't look at social network before you decide to take a shower, or, or that shower will probably be delayed a little bit. <laughs> probably, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, you know, we, uh, I plan to go to more conventions this year, and uh, through my work, I pre-bought some extra vacation time. So it's, uh, you know, I'm stuck here working at home, which, you know, I, I'm very thankful that I'm, I'm able to, but I'm, I'm sitting on a ton of vacation time that I need to, like, take. That's well, crazy. you know, un unfortunately, what's going to happen is that, you know, like, like, like you were saying, Jeff, we're in, like, a lot of different industries, the cannabis, and, you know, we do the Comic-Cons, we also do horror conventions, Right. Uh, we do some music conventions, you know, mm -hmm. um, and we're like we had what, 17, 19 shows booked. Yeah, we had we had 19 oh. shows booked, you know, and yeah. what's going to happen. It's already starting to happen. Our fall is already full. Yeah. But things are going to get. Well, yeah, if, fall, if, if there is a fall, you know, right, right. But, if, right. you know, things are already starting to get rescheduled and we're going to overlap big time. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. Everybody, uh, you know. 
when 420 was canceled everyone's like like well we're switching the date to 710 and then like five events all pancaked <laughs> on top of each other right. yep. but, but fortunately they realized that might not work too so they've been moved to like october <laughs> so yeah yeah but uh i yeah i was gonna there was uh this month was supposed to be um days of the dead uh out here in vegas at uh, right yeah, uh, which, yeah. Was, which i was really looking forward to because that's um that's right in the midst of of our genre and um another event that i've been to before is called uh, wasteland weekend wasteland weekend is a, a mad max renaissance fair really Ooh. amazing well, yeah. that sounds and, fun. Wow, and did you that, see Leo's eyes bugged out? Well, <laughs> let me formally, we'll, we'll see how it goes, but if uh, the end of September they still have Wasteland Weekend, uh, we should try to meet up there because um, Wasteland Weekend was definitely a big part of me creating this comic book. Um, <laughs> I went there for research and stuff, and um, it's pretty neat. It's a, it's a mock barter town in uh, uh, California City, California, and it's, uh, it's now it's five days long. And wow. they've got a th- they've got a Thunderdome in there. Oh, wow. um, they strictly enforce post-apocalyptic attire. Like if if you're wearing regular, if you're wearing a t-shirt and jeans, they will come up and talk to you and say you've got to get in into the game or you're really not going to be welcome here. <laughs> I mean, they're they they want everybody to really look like it's the apocalypse, and um, it really does something to your mind. I mean, you're because everybody's camped out there, and you kind of feel like. You know, it's the middle of the desert, so it does feel feel very post apocalyptic. Nice. And uh, I used to do Burning fun. Man for years. We got I a was bunch a, of people watching. Yeah, I used to do Burning Man for twelve years, and I was a volunteer for eight. So um, wow, my, my post apocalyptic training is on point because I used to live in the middle of the Nevada desert for you know seven to thirteen days. With uh, uh, now it's up to like a hundred thousand people. Um, but they canceled that this year, which is you know surprising that it's been it's i think 26 years that it's been going on wow so you know things are getting canceled left and right and and we're we're all in this uh this limbo state you know uh, this state of limbo but um hopefully you know people are utilizing this time to appreciate how good the freedom they had was you know true true yeah because you know we were uh like i hear people saying uh how bored they are and uh I've never been bored a moment in my life, but I'm certainly restricted from doing all the things I like, you know, I'm sitting here looking at a, the Vegas strip and it's like a ghost town. I mean, it's just who'd ever thought that that could even happen. Right. I mean, that, right. that the, of all places, you might think, you know, you know, some places would, would kind of level off, but, but Vegas is like 24 hours nonstop and yeah, stopped. The merry-go-round the stopped. Well, it's the city that never sleeps. Yeah. But apparently it can close. It can close. And, and, you know, uh, uh, the crazy thing is, um, uh, it, uh, I've said this jokingly, but I somewhat mean it. Um, you know, last year, MGM Grand fired 250 employees, and they replaced their bartenders with robots. And that's that's real. There's a robot bar out here, too. Um, I have a feeling when people go back to the strip, they're going to go, wait, I can't wait to, to get back to work. And they're going to find out that robots have replaced their jobs. <laughs> which would be kind of scary. Yeah, it would be scary. I don't know yeah. if that's a step in the right direction. Oh, I don't think it's a step in the right direction, but 
just think of it, Jeff, they could easily they could easily explain it away and say, well, you know, for health reasons and we really can't we've lost so much money, you know, being down that we just thought it would be best if we because if you look at a city like Dubai, you know, which is a huge city, Dubai has not only robot police and drones, they have cops that ride around on on hovercraft motorcycles in the air and stuff. So so technology is creeping into our big cities and pushing us out of the way. <laughs> and that's very futuristic now, you know? Yep, yep. Uh, like, uh, Ben, we were talking about um, uh, Philip K. Dick's uh, Man in the High Tower. And, um, you know, uh, a lot of these great sci-fi writers like Philip K. Dick and Ray Bradbury and, and Richard Matheson, the guy who wrote uh, I Am Legend, they, you know, in the 50s, they saw some of these weird things happening. I mean, they, they made a logical conclusion that society would go into these grooves, and lo and behold, they're I lost my headset. Uh, actually, I'm going to step aside for a second uh, while Ben gets set up. I wanted to just uh, remind you that every show is brought to you by Diddley Grounds Coffee. And, uh, you know, like we said earlier, now more than ever, we need to support our local businesses. Deadly Grounds Coffee is a local roaster here in Connecticut. Uh, makes absolutely the best damn coffee you'll ever drink. Uh, Death by Chocolate is my favorite. They also have a chocolate raspberry, which is to die for. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's not overly caffeinated. It's just nice and smooth. No, like, acidic aftertaste. You know, it's just amazing. I, I've stopped drinking all other coffee. This is the only thing I drink. Uh, but here is a zombie talking about coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds Coffee is my guilty pleasure. 
bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. <laughs> With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Oh, so. <laughs> wow. You can hear me all, all right now, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay, okay. Yep, and yeah, I, yeah I just no, never mind. Uh, yeah, you're running zombies. Yeah, I'm I'm running zombies. I thought I was back, but I wasn't. It's uh my uh my drink hit me pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> you run it twice. I ran it twice. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. It was supposed to automatically switch over, but it didn't. But we're back. Oh, so you people enjoyed that so much, we figured we'd show it to you twice. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Michelle, Michelle just sent me a message. She said uh, three times for the commercial guys. What happened? <laughs> um, what happened was, is my mic headset and basically everything that I'm running on my on my side fucking melted. Just just stopped working. Just it was like fuck you. Yeah, we're done. And uh, the one problem is when somebody hops out, that messes up all the cameras. So it's it's a bunch of work to try to fix it. So. We ran the ad, and it was supposed to be only once, and I was talking over it, but uh, my uh, uh, my rum and coke was a bit strong this afternoon. <laughs> Welcome to the fucking show, folks. <laughs> well, that makes up for, like, the other two shows where you didn't run the ad. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I know you did that on purpose. You had to make up some ground. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You yeah. had to make up some deadly grounds. Yeah, I know. Well, I uh, I, I bought <laughs> more death by chocolate for you. I bought thirteen bags in my last order. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. Uh, when? Where the hell? What? Were we on a show? What's that? Oh no 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 no! Oh. Uh, when like all hell broke loose, you know, yeah, I I wanted some... to do what I could to support my local business person, so I. Uh, yeah, I... I think you said that to us when we were on um, that horror show. Uh, maybe yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. And that you got a bonus and spent it all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't spend it all. The the rest went toward bills, but yeah, it's uh yeah, good. Okay, good, we're back. We're back. <laughs> hey, so uh Jeffrey, yes. what, what do you got what do you got going on, man? Well what do you got planned for the future? Oh man. Uh, you got you, know, you gotta still be making plans, you know what I mean? We may be oh, like hog tied and fucking locked up, but well I can tell you some some good things have happened since uh in, in this uh, pandemic, um, uh, I contacted my buddy, uh, George Lopez. Uh, George Lopez is the guy that, that told me uh, in 2003 that I should be a pot comic. Uh, I met George in 1993 when I was a singer in a, a rock band, and I used to see him at the supermarket. And, and uh, so I took the opportunity, since you know the world could be ending, I said, uh, George, my, I have one goal when I get out of this, and that is to perform with George Lopez. And he said, deal. So I'm holding them to that. So hopefully nice, when nice. I get out of this, I'll be performing with George Lopez. And I did a uh, a podcast with the Ventura uh, Harbor Comedy Club in, in Ventura, California the other day. And uh, they had a game show. And I won a week, paid a paid week at the uh, Ventura Harbor Comedy Club in Ventura. So if we get out of this, I'm, I'm, I'm racking up some gigs. Nice. But, uh, but Jeff asked me if I if if I had some comedy. Um, you guys, I have some some very topical uh 
uh, pandemic quarantine comedy for you guys. Uh, you know, I've changed my name uh, because of this. I'm, I'm no longer going to be the 420 comic. I'm going to start calling myself non-essential comic. <laughs> non-essential comic. And, uh, you know, I'm okay with this turning into a, an apocalypse because uh, the apocalypse has always been my retirement plan. <laughs> You know, I figure it, it's the only way that everybody's going to be as broke as I am, right? <laughs> In Pretty <the> much. <laughs> of, yeah. You know, now that like, like, hey, all these people losing money. Well, welcome to my fucking world, right? Right. And uh, hey, by the way, that's not your car. It's our car. Now get out. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned some things, though, on my, about my Facebook friends. I know a lot of dumb motherfuckers out there. <laughs> I mean, just like their their ideas of what's going on just like cracks me up but, uh, we will think back on this day and age as the great toilet paper wars right <laughs> and it was ridiculous i went to the supermarket i'm going to the supermarket and there's there's no toilet paper on one side right the other side is filled with napkins what the hell is wrong with people it, hey when the apocalypse comes i'm gonna take my t-shirt off and wipe my ass with it i'm gonna do whatever it takes right you know, these people don't think like we do. We're apocalyptic people. Right? And, uh, yeah. You know, everyone's getting hand sanitizer. When the apocalypse comes, I won't need hand sanitizer. I'll just stick my hand underneath my uh, underarms and wipe the blood off like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, social distancing is not that hard for me because uh, I was a latchkey kid. They left me alone a lot. <laughs> and uh, I don't. I don't have that many friends anyways, so no, not, not that many people like me. So being alone is not that hard for me. Um, this was, I can say one thing about this uh, a, a pandemic. This was the wrong time for my stalker to fuck with me. <laughs> I got a lot of free time. I could do all kinds of shit, you know? And, uh, you know, it's weird when you go on, you're going out shopping now. Everybody's wearing masks and stuff. Like, I, I grew up in L.A., right? And uh, back in the 90s, we had gang wars there between the Bloods and the Crips, and the, the, the Bloods would wear red bandanas over their face, and the Crips would wear blue bandanas over their face. At that time, they called them criminals. Now we call them citizens. Yeah. You have to wear a mask. You're not allowed to not wear a mask. And, uh, you know, when I go to the store, you know, people are, everybody's on edge, you know. People get nervous if I cough in public, so uh, now I don't bring my bong to Walmart anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you know and i want to i want to give a little uh a shout out to the homeless people of las vegas um you know uh there's uh, it's a tough time for the homeless people but i just want to remind them at this time uh right down the road from me is a beautiful brand new raiders allegiant stadium waiting for you so it's empty guys jump in there's a lot of room in there we're making the raiders stadium there and uh America's going to have to change some of our slogans. You know, everything's changing. I mean, we, we've already determined this is not going to be the same kind of world when we come out. So uh, we're going to be changing some of our slogans like God bless America is now going to be uh, sorry, we're closed. <laughs> yep. And, uh, you know, uh, we, used to have, uh, we used to have things like stars and stripes forever. That's going to be uh, uh, masks and gloves forever now. And uh, the, uh, you know, America's favorite pastime used to be baseball. Uh, now it's going to be looting. <laughs> <laughs> looting looting. Yep. for toilet paper, you know? right? Yeah. You know? And you know what? People are getting, like I said, people are getting on edge. You know, uh, I, I saw some old lady at the store. You know, she was, uh, she was hoarding <laughs> toilet paper, had her whole shopping cart full. So 
you know, naturally I followed her home. <laughs> you know, my, uh, my wife doesn't look at me funny when I put on the rubber gloves anymore. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Wow. That, that candy bar is kicking in. <laughs> I think it's the surgical gown that scares her, though. I mean, is it necessary to wear the surgical gown and the mask? Oh, no, 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 no. No, I'm homebound, man. I wear Daisy Dukes. I <laughs> wear Daisy Dukes. <laughs> that's um, not an image we want. <laughs> that's like um, going know. to Comic Con and seeing that image that you can't get out of your head. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, those in, you can't the, unsee. Yeah, whatever you do, Jeff, world, don't stand up. <laughs> uh, in the weed world, uh, uh, you know, um, I don't know if you guys heard this, but um, the NFL announced that uh, they are not going to um, fire uh, pro football players for using marijuana. Unfortunately, there's no more NFL. Right. So <laughs> that's over. Um, the band, uh, you know, everybody's doing these streaming things like we're doing. You guys were already doing it before this, but um, everybody's really capitalizing on that. The band Nickelback, you know, they want to they want to do their part, so they're going to make a, uh, a a streaming live concert here. And uh, the neatest thing is about the Nickelback concert is um, for every viewer, you get a Nickelback. They pay you to watch them because <laughs> no one wants to pay to watch Nickelback. I don't think. <laughs> Go ahead, Leo. Oh my God. <laughs> no, I just, I, I got him in my playlist, so I, I, I'm one of the bad you ones. You know, and, and uh, <laughs> so am I, though. Hey, I have nothing, I have nothing against him. You know, what's crazy is, um, a lot of people are having a hard time with, the, you know, being uh, sequestered in their homes and stuff, and it's getting, it's, you know, getting emotionally taxing. Uh, whenever I get suicidal, I just remind myself, oh, no wonder I'm Swedish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> But uh, and I don't know. I was talking about this uh, off camera, but uh, I'll remind you guys, um, uh, get ready. And, uh, you know, every day we're expecting another crazy announcement that's going to scare the shit out of us. Get ready for the president who's going to be making the biggest announcement of all. That's right. I'm going to go ahead. Because of the pandemic, we're going to have to postpone the elections until 2024. We'll get right back to it right after that. So that would be crazy. He, may, he could be president for uh, 12 years. That would be bizarre. <laughs> 2024. That would give him eight. Yeah. But see, he's going to be, yeah, but if he's president in 2024, I'll get another four years from there <laughs> till 2028. Uh, but um, yeah, man, uh, a lot of crazy stuff. I miss the stage because there's, you know, uh, performing in uh, in my living room is not quite the same. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you actually have to keep your clothes on. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, um there, a lot of the uh, a lot of the concerts that you guys were talking about, South by Southwest got canceled. You know, Pearl Jam canceled their tour. Rage Against the Machine was supposed to come back, uh, but there is one there's one concert that is going to go on. That's right, it's coming up uh, coming up next month. It's uh, it, it's going to be a great concert. Uh, it's the the uh, the concert for coronavirus, uh, starring Pandemic, COVID nineteen, uh, Panda Flu, uh, Bat Soup. All playing together on the same stage. Uh, uh, it's going to be uh, Saturday, May first, at uh, the uh, Friday, May first, at the emergency room. We'll be at the emergency room. <laughs> <laughs> Proper attire required. Yeah, TV shows. I, I feel like uh, I feel like right now. I feel like Seth Meyers or like fucking Jimmy Fallon, like doing you know a late night set in my <laughs> in my living room. That's it's weird to watch. You know. I think we're getting to see too much of our favorite celebrities now. Like now we're in their homes watching them. This is kind of weird. 
right? And uh, but what, TV what shows are going to be what we need is the little uh, the laughing cue, right? So so when he says something, you just push the laughing cue like they do in the studio audience, you know? Yeah, and that <laughs> would actually that would actually make me feel like I'm funny. Um, <laughs> well, no, no. What we need is the crack of a stick. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, wait a second. I might have it. Hold on. Nope. Sorry, wrong button. <laughs> no. There we go. There we go. That would have been perfect right after the Nickelback joke. <laughs> I'm not known for my timing. Just <laughs> not with a rum and coke. The, did you guys That's what see your the, wife said. It's so oh. they, woo, they closed Disneyland, you guys. They closed Disneyland. Yeah, it turns out Sneezy had the uh, coronavirus. Yeah, Doc couldn't help him. I know. Doc didn't even – like, he didn't even recognize it. What the hell's going on? TV shows – they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to change TV shows when we get back. TV shows will not be the same. Here's some new shows that are coming back. Uh, the masked everything. <laughs> uh, yeah, they're gonna have one called uh, uh, Dancing with the Sars. <laughs> Here's another new show. So you think you can distance? <laughs> and this uh, this one's for uh, us older guys. We might remember th this uh, reboot. Uh, this one's going to be called Love Apocalypse Style. <laughs> so, yeah, wow. um, yeah, I miss. Could, I, they... I I do celebrity impressions, man, and I I, I miss doing those. Uh, you know, and one of the things, um, uh, technology's getting so weird. We're we're now practically, you know, glued to our phones like we haven't been before. I mean, if you thought we were, you know, relying on our phones before, we're totally reliant. And uh, the the neat thing is, um, uh, now you can, you know, get your favorite celebrity to replace that standard Siri voice that we're so used to, you know? Could you could you imagine if um, uh, Ozzy Osbourne uh, was the voice of your uh, Alexa? You'd be like, Ozzy, what's the capital of Uruguay? Hey, look, man, I fucking told you guys before, man. I don't know, you guys. Let me get my fucking super voice before you go. We're going round and round on a fucking crazy train, man. Let me get my super voice. Sharon! <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh... My favorite celebrity of all time, I've mentioned Ice-T, I think is the coolest guy. Uh, yes. I've, I've been fortunate to know Ice-T since 1991, and um, I think it would be great if I could get Ice-T to replace uh, the voice on my Siri navigational system in my car. <laughs> like, That'd be great. You'd be like, Ice, where's the nearest donut shop? All right, get in your goddamn car. Go about 200 yards. On the right, you're going to see a prostitute. Don't even talk to that bitch because she owes me money. <laughs> Take a left, go about another 200 yards. On the right, you're going to see some sucker selling watches. Don't buy them shit because them shit's stolen. Your destination's on the right. I know you killed that little girl. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, one, that was, one more. That was, that was, that was really yeah. good, actually. Oh, man. <laughs> that was really good. My, thank you. I did my iced tea impression in front of iced tea, and he didn't beat me up. That was awesome. Right, right. <laughs> Not um, yet. You just made, you made the list, though. That's all. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, the great thing was Coco. Coco was laughing, and she said, "You sound just like you, Ice." So, uh, you know, that was my reprieve. But uh, one of my other favorite celebrities is Matthew McConaughey, and and I always thought, uh, you know, wouldn't that be cool if you had an alarm clock for stoners that woke you up with uh, Matthew McConaughey's voice every morning? I'd be like, "All right, all right, all right, <laughs> rum tum tuggies." Wakey bakey, eggs and bakey, man. It's a great fucking day, man. You got to get out of bed. You're a fucking rock star, man. You're not some ass clown in a green room. Look, the sun is high in the sky, and so am I. 
So I want you to say it with me now. You make me happy. <laughs> and the snooze alarm would be just keep living, just keep living, just keep living. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, I'm just trying to keep busy. I'm, I'm thinking of starting a rock band, you guys. I'm thinking of, I used to be a rock singer for years, and I'm thinking about getting back into it. Got the perfect name. I know we'd be a huge hit. Uh, I'm going to call us the Ventilators because everybody will want us. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, man. Oh, well, wrong. yeah. How do you, then how do you do a show, The Ventilators Unplugged? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, that is great. That is hilarious. welcome to welcome to the Jeffrey and Jeffrey show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. me, me and Leo are just sitting here, just laughing, shaking oh, our just heads. Just loving man. it, yeah. And I, I just keep changing my backdrop to fuck with Leo because these two just, don't just keep going. God, you know, did I did I pick a did I pick the wrong time to quit drinking or what? You know. I mean, because it would suck for me because I'm Irish, you know, Every, everybody's out there enjoying cocktails and stuff. Best I could do, you know, like St. Patrick's Day, right? We were supposed to have a great St. Pat. Best I could do is a shamrock shake. <laughs> but you know what? Last year, I got crazy, took my shamrock shake home, and I just put one little drop of LSD in there, which was magically delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a good question. You ever been so drunk you peed in someone else's pants? Right here. That's why I quit drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even going to ask how that's possible. (laughs) Oh, fuck. It's no wonder I'm a stoner. Look at look at the stuff we grew up with, you guys, when we were kids. I blame I blame the cartoons we used to watch and stuff, like uh, uh, the TV shows. You guys remember HR Puffin stuff? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever really listen to the theme song to that? HR Puffin stuff. Who's your friend when things get rough? HR Puffin stuff. You can't do a little because you can't do enough. Yep, that's our lifestyle right there. And what does HR mean? HR. I figured it out. Hand rolled. You're not going to be puffing stuff unless it's hand rolled. That kid Jimmy with his talking flute. I got news for you, kid. That's your bong. Put it down, son. Put it down. <laughs> well, I hate to tell you where that flute has been. Yeah, really. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't used to be gold, right? Uh, but. Uh, you know, I blame Scooby and Shaggy, too. My two favorite guys. Scooby, Dooby, Doo, where are you? That's no mystery. They're in the mystery machine getting high again, right? Right. Well, they had all the it, symptoms. They were Scooby paranoid. snacks were just edibles. Right. They were paranoid. They were seeing hallucinations, and they constantly had the munchies, right? Besides, guys, it's not Scooby-Doo. It's Scooby-Dooby-Doo. I was paying attention for people yes. like you. Who else but a stoner would come up with the word zoinks? <laughs> right? And don't get me started on the other cartoons. Don't get me started on Speedy Gonzalez, right? He was on drugs. Yeah. And his cousin, his cousin Slowpoke Rodriguez. Come on. That guy was a stoner. And uh, how about the underdog when we were a kid? Underdog he used to have that secret energy pill, right? He would, he would take that secret energy pill and become a humble, lovable, shoeshine boy would become underdog. I took that secret energy pill once. My penis was hard for four days. I had to, I just did not. <laughs> not good. It's the fairy tales, too. The fairy tales that they taught us as kids. Those were screwed up, right? Rub-a-dub-dub, three men in a tub. Whoa! I don't even know those dudes. <laughs> two dudes, too many. Hold on. <laughs> how about, how about you know, 
Jack and Jill, they, they taught us these violent little, you know, Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down, broke his crown. Jill came tumbling after. So wait, two kids are thirsty and they end up with concussions? What the fuck's going on there? You know, Goldilocks and the three bears, right? There's a messed up story. Anybody ever heard the term breaking and entering? <laughs> yeah. Who is that little girl? And how about Mama Bear? She's got to be the worst example of a mother in fairy tale land. You know, this porridge is too hot. This porridge is too cold. This porridge is just right. Let's take a walk. That's no solution. You know what? When you take porridge that's too hot and you take porridge that's too cold and you mix it together, you know what you get? Just fucking right, you dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh Michelle in the oh, chat room responded lovely. Lovely. <laughs> oh, she said that that's my wife, by the way, uh Jeffrey. She actually sent me a text message a minute ago. She goes, Is this dude fucking high? L O L always. Come on. Well, I'm the yeah. 420 comic. The 420 comic. 420 is my middle name. I have to use it, you know. Yeah, I threw her under the bus because she sent that privately. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, obviously I'm missing the stage, guys. This is, you know, I. Oh, uh, uh, oh, 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 he froze. I'm going away. I'll be right back. Okay, so I promise I uh, won't. We don't, <laughs> we'll play the commercial again. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like I promise. I promise I won't play the commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll just make sure I got the mouse ready, and we'll uh, we'll fix it. Uh, I'll just have to keep an eye out when he comes back in the room. Yeah, I think that would have been his uh, battery. Oh, yeah. That might not be good. No. Well, no, he'll just have to unplug the headphones. Yeah. Well, why doesn't the dumbass just have a backup battery plugged into the fucking thing? You'll have to ask him when he comes back. Oh, well, I'm gonna. Well, <laughs> well so if it's an Apple device, I think it's... Uh, actually, we just lost him. Um, I think it's the same plug. It's the same jack. Yeah. Yeah, and you got to use a dongle. A dongle? A dongle. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. On the new phones, it would be. Yeah. That fung dongle? Yeah, dongle. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, while yeah. we wait for Mr. Peterson to come back, we've uh, we've lined up some other shows as well. So, we're going to, we've talked to Leo as uh, now, now you see we're on in the off week. Uh, yep. We're going to run, we're going to try to run every Wednesday night now, uh, at least during the pandemic. Yeah, you know, and then we'll see what happens. Maybe we'll go back to the every two weeks if you know once the uh, the shows start back up. Um, but yeah, so yeah, so who's coming on next week? Uh, next week we have Roger Cabler. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah, Roger Cabler. Check him out. Google him. I'm not even going to tell you. If you like Robin Williams, you like comedy. Google the guy. That's K A B L E R. Yeah, yeah. Leo is excited about that one. Oh yeah, I I I didn't know who he was until uh, I ran into him at a convention and uh, just saw what he was doing. It's just his Rob Williams is just spot on. You know, it's just oh oh my god. Oh, you, yeah. you you swear you swear Robin just jumped into him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. The uh, we've been watching uh, some uh, Rob Williams movies recently. I uh, I got a bunch of them on my Plex server, and it's uh, even like his old. Um, What's that? Which What's your favorite Robin Williams Robin, Robin uh, Williams movie? Uh you're gonna laugh at me. I probably will, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, Popeye. Wow. Why would I? Okay. Would, I just I literally just watched that two nights ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually I I actually really really like that one. But I think hey. I think my favorite's uh, Good Morning Vietnam. 
I, I, good, yeah. Uh, well, Popeye has a, a special place in my heart. It was like the, it was the first movie I saw at the theater, and uh, you know, when when I was younger, I thought my dad was like Popeye, you know, because he looked like Popeye, he sounded like Popeye, and yeah, I, I was, he I ate his spinach. Yeah, I, I was, I was a special child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, it's, uh, he yeah. was special. Yeah, I, I was, I, I was special indeed. <laughs> Should we get you back there, Jeffrey? Here I am. Man, He's can back. you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I had to take my headphones off because my, my battery died, but, uh, well, at least I left on a high note, right? Right. <laughs> I was definitely high. <laughs> But yeah, man, I miss the stage. I, uh, you know, I perform out here on the Vegas Strip, you know, uh, almost nightly, probably four nights a week. And uh, I, I miss, I miss my tourists. They're so fun to to play with because I've, I'm in such a great position because uh, people come from all over the world. They they see me and then they, you know, they take it back to where they live. And if you know, if they even, if I was even a tiny part of their good time, that means a lot to me. If they say, right. "Oh yeah, we went to a buffet, we fucking, we, uh, we, we, we did the roller coaster, we gambled, and then there was this comedian, he was fucking funny." And if that, if I'm even part of that, that's all I, my goal is. So, right? Yeah, he's all yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, yo. But you know, I asked my wife do. that once. Am I part of your good time? Oh yeah. That was not her response. <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh I was gonna say, um, you know, I love performing in front of comedy audiences and I but I do a lot of weed festivals and stuff. Stoners are the toughest fucking audience in the world because they they take everything too literally. Like generally, you know, you guys are you guys are old school, so you'd laugh at shit. But you you know, stoners, especially younger ones, they like think everything out that I say. They're like, yeah, it's kind of I'm kind of like that too. Yeah, <laughs> instead of yeah. Yeah. instead of laughing, I'm like, you know, the proper response is like just listen and then fucking laugh, you weirdo. But, uh, <laughs> but have you have you thought about maybe the fact is they just don't get it? A lot of times they don't, Jeff. It's so funny. I've had friends of mine, I've had friends of mine come up to me and go like two years later, go, you know that one joke you tell? I just I finally got it, dude. That's hilarious. And I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? A lot of times too, uh, I throw out pop culture references. You know, I'm 52, you know, we're we yep, determined yep. around the same age. So I will I will make a reference to something in the 70s and or the 80s and they won't even know what the hell I'm talking about at all. There's no <laughs> you know like when we grew up we had a kind of a reverence for the 60s, right? We loved the 60s, right? In the in yep. the 80s. We thought the 60s were cool like Jim Morrison and everything, right? Yeah. But uh, and and Hendrix and and all that. But um yeah, the kids today they don't they don't see they don't see behind them at all. They don't they don't really notice no. that. So, and you know, a lot of times I'll be doing comedy at one of these festivals in between, you know, famous bands like, uh, like I went between, um, Bone Thugs and Harmony and Cottonmouth Kings and I'll go, I'll go out there and the, the fans will be waiting to see the next band. And I'm up there telling pod jokes. I'll be like, dude, like, what are you doing, bro? (laughs) They don't understand what I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm actually supposed to be here doing this. (laughs) So it can be a tough audience, but um, I definitely love it, man. Uh, I miss uh, I miss doing comedy, but 
Uh, I have I, I instill a lot of uh, humor into my comic books, so I, I use that as a medium. Yeah, we uh, we kind of went the route of uh, you know Laurel and Hardy meet um, uh, the Three Stooges and us. Yeah, mixed you with know. some South Park and a little Beavis and Butthead. Right. No, you got you. Your guys' stuff is cool, man. the 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 characters are likable, and uh, you know you get. Oh, the, thank you. Get you. This, well, you know, and you, you know, they're caricatures of you guys. So, but you get the uh, you, you get the impression that, in spite of the fact that they're in this dire situation with these fucking zombies, that that they're gonna make the most of it while it's happening. You know. Right. 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 Yep. They're gonna have fun with it. Yeah. And try so, and help. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and they're going to share their weed just a little. Yeah, I mean, and that's, you know, that's one of the constants in both of our comic books is, uh, like, I don't, I can handle an apocalypse, but I can't handle an apocalypse without weed. So, <laughs> right, right. That, that would be, you know, and same with this, same with this doggone pandemic. I mean, I, I really think that the people that uh, the cannabis users um, are, are able to put this a little bit more in perspective because, you know, you, you get uptight about this and uh, you remind yourself, okay, I just need to smoke some weed. I just right? need to smoke some right. weed and watch something and just get my mind off of this. And uh, and I've said this before, uh, and I truly mean it because um, cannabis is a natural expectorant, you know? I mean, the neat thing is they used to use, they used to use cannabis to make like Formula 44D and it used to be the number one medicine for asthma. So uh, yeah. With the symptoms of COVID nineteen being a dry cough and uh, um, you know breathing problems, I think stoners are in a, a kind of ad advantage situation because a we have productive coughs. When we cough, we cough shit up. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we do, and it's a natural lung cleaner. It really is. So, so uh, they've they've tried to put out stuff recently that said. Um, uh, smoking cannabis can exasperate the symptoms of like, you know what, then I'll fucking die. How's that? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I'm going to die high or I'm not going to live. <laughs> Cause cannabis has saved my life many, many a times. <laughs> you know? Uh, real quick, Leo, do you have a hot stop tonight? Uh, I do. Yes. All right. So we got to wrap this up. All right, guys. About five this minutes one... or yeah, now? yeah. No, uh, I have uh, about twenty minutes before I got to start. All right, for the so next about show. five minutes, we'll wrap it up. Yep. Yeah, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, Leo, I just want to say uh, it's super nice meeting you, oh, a, a fellow, uh, a fellow Connecticut Yankee like me. Um, I'm from Manchester. To the the uh, still token folks out there listening, um, I'm a New Englander. So you know, you guys, uh, I. Um, According to my grandmother, a Mayflower New Englander. So that's kind of weird. But wow. <laughs> well, it's an absolute pleasure to meet you, Jeffrey. It was uh, an so, absolute blast this evening. We had we had a bunch of people in the chat tonight, um, just saying you know hi, and I, I didn't really catch a lot of questions. But Red Blazer actually is in the chat, and he said hi to everybody. Hey, Red. Um, this is a perfect time for you and I to mend defense, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, I love you and Teresa. I love you guys. You know, you're good, you're good people. Uh, like, you know what's been great about this? I have mended some really broken fences over this time period. You know, honestly, I've had friends of mine call me that I thought we were, you know, we had uh, broken our ties. And the craziest thing is my my ex-wife, <laughs> who I hadn't talked to in eight years, contacted me. And uh, 
the refreshing thing was uh, she told me she was totally wrong. <laughs> it was it was great. Well, she still, to, she still wants her alimony. <laughs> you're gonna have to teach me how you did that because I've been breaking fences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you no no you no you haven't been breaking fences. You like got in the car and drove through the fucking fence. Nice. And then, then turned around and drove down the entire length of it and just took it out. But it was okay. <laughs> well, it was it was well Did deserved. You really do that? It, it was that well fucking happened? deserved. Yeah, <laughs> it was oh well deserved. Um, I'll uh, never say. No, he'll never say. <laughs> I, I just want to. I just want to put something out there to you guys because I know you're based in in Massachusetts, and I love I love Massachusetts. Uh, um, and uh, it's it, it, all of New England is a big part uh, of my life. But uh, I did spend a lot of time in Moss, and I want to say this um, on a kind of a serious note. You know, we're getting a lot of misinformation about what we're going through, what's really happening. You know, we're all, you know, there's a Hindu saying that uh, is a, from a Hindu poem. We're all blind men touching different parts of the same elephant. We don't know what's going on. We no. all think we do, but we don't, we're, we, which makes us all partially right and all totally wrong. So one bit of information I want to impart to you folks in Massachusetts in particular is there is a campaign right now called Fire Fauci. Uh, Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, is, does not have your best interest in mind, folks. He is, not, he, he is paid by the CDC and the World Health Organization and a lot of other corporate entities and big pharma. He's not trying to find a way to help you or he would be telling you about taking vitamins like vitamin d vitamin c and vitamin a you know who's telling you that what's that and weed and weed exactly you know you know who is telling you that your own dr shiva who is running for senate in massachusetts i am not a political guy in any way but i'll tell you what dr shiva is a very important element to getting the truth he he is uh dispelling the myths about coronavirus and the lies you've been told so do yourself a favor uh, go to uh, uh, Shiva for Senate. He's running for Senate in Massachusetts. I'm, I don't live in Massachusetts, but I'm going to support this guy. And he also has something on his page uh, called Fire Fauci. Um, we need to know, you guys need to, you know, don't be deceived by what's going on here. This is, yes, there is something making people sick and killing people, but it's not exactly what they say. I don't know if anybody caught uh, Governor Cuomo from New York. You know, when you're an actor or when you're acting, you sometimes flub your lines. Uh, you can see for yourself, there's a video where yesterday, Governor Cuomo referred to this situation as a practice drill. Yes, I heard Let that, that sink actually. In. Let that fucking sink in, okay? Because the State Department has already made a mistake and called this the Chinese virus experiment. And we already know about uh, Plan 201, which was a planned pandemic to test the waters to see what would happen in society. So keep your eyes sharp. This is not a time to fall asleep. This is a time to be aware of what's going on in your country. And, uh, you know, um, people have labeled me a, a Bernie bro. They've called me a Trumper. They've called me an asshole. Uh, and they tried to insult me by calling me a conspiracy theorist. Uh, conspiracy theorist is a term that was coined by the CIA 
uh, to shut people up who are talking about the JFK conspiracy, the JFK assassination. And don't let people put you down. I'm not any of those things. You know what I am? I'm a truther because I want to know the truth. And I'm not going to go out of this world being duped. So um, for you folks in Massachusetts, check out Dr. Shiva. Um, this isn't a political endorsement. This is something to, to really help you be fully aware from a medical perspective what is taking place right now. So check it out. Thank you. That would, that would have been a great spot to play the uh, X-Files theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just figured I'd throw that out there. You know, uh, we got a bunch of people the in the chat. Man. You're the smoking man. <laughs> <laughs> right a uh, bunch of people out there saying hello uh Haley, joanna uh wendy michelle mark denise so i just wanted to shout out to them real quick <laughs> awesome. sorry leo i didn't mean to do your job again no 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 i i was looking for questions so it's uh no that's fine yeah. that's fine there, there was a few but nothing that was pertinent really just you know <laughs> there was more it was more or less is that guy fucking high and it was like yeah, yeah. <laughs> hence the 420 comic it, yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, if I'm not high, we got a serious problem. <laughs> yeah, and and we're um, we're gonna try and get you out here. That would be amazing. I would love that. You know, yeah, we gotta get uh, you out here. You know, what's what you folks at watching don't realize is uh, we've been cultivating a friendship here uh, over over the social medias, and really this this has been an opportunity for us to kind of get to hang out more. Right. So. Uh, well, you Jeff, said you, you wanted to get personal, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> up close and personal. See, um, but uh, you, you you were planning on being out here in June, right, Jeff? It's still it's still <coughs> on. It hasn't been canceled yet. Okay. Well, if it if it goes through, man, we're gonna we're definitely gonna hang out, um, and uh, you know we're gonna we're gonna build on this because um, like minds need to uh, stick together and. Um, you know, I really admire what you guys are doing, man. You guys have done a lot in a short time. Uh, I, I am a fan of your comic book and uh, of you two guys. Uh, well, but you. also, uh, you, you guys have shown me a lot of things that I'm inspired by because, um, you know, I, I don't have 19 dates set up at comic book conventions. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, you were... You were an inspiration to us way back at the beginning. And then I got those fucking rolling papers. And I was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. Really? Who is this fucking dude? And I rolled them. <laughs> I, did, I used them. I was like, yeah. 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 So I saved yeah, so the cover, I was, though. I was saying I, I have to make new ones. Uh, Todd Holland Customs makes them. You know, Todd Holland from Grandma's Boy and uh, uh, the uh, Water Boy, um, uh, Greg Meany. Uh, he, he's a great guy. Um and uh, they're all sold out. I sold out 5,000 of them. So Willie Nelson, I've got some more coming. Don't worry. But the crazy thing was, yeah, my, my first 5,000 got confiscated by U.S. Customs in, in Denver. They, they called them uh, drug paraphernalia. So yeah. I, felt like, I felt like I earned my stripes with that, with my drug paraphernalia rolling papers. So. <laughs> All right. So on that note, yeah, uh, just real quick, uh, Greystone Gardens uh, on the on YouTube on the YouTube is asking, is this really live? And uh, I think we answered your question. So is this live or is this Memorex? I don't know. We're zombies. Um, Haven't you figured that out? We are it's, zombies. It's live, we are the <laughs> it's live. YouTube broadcast is live. Allowing things to go through again. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Ye fucking ha. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> I, I had to delete it and then uh, rebuild it. So it was fun. Yeah. 
Well, you guys are awesome. Thanks for having me on. Uh, you made my you made my hump day better than it would have been. Uh, so I appreciate that. And uh, well, we appreciate you coming on, man. Keep absolutely. Doing great stuff, and yeah. we'll I'll see you again soon on here. Totally. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, we'll see what, you on the airwaves. What we'll do is uh, Je- uh, to follow Jeffrey. Follow the links down below or up above, depending on where you're watching or listening to us. Uh, Jeffrey, where do you like interacting with your fans? Um, I like interacting with my fans uh, on uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, you could uh, look me up on Facebook and uh, say hello. Uh, I have um, uh, a fan page as well as my uh, Jeffrey Peterson page. But uh, I do I do respond to everybody that writes me, and um, uh, I'm adding uh, all kinds of uh, comedy content and uh, stuff every day. Uh, I'm also I have a page called The Art of Jeffrey Peterson where I've been uh, adding my sci-fi short stories that I've written. And these are stories I wrote 25 years ago, and now I'm finally releasing them. And uh, this, uh, this pandemic has inspired me to make audiobooks. So look forward to that, guys. I'll be coming out with audiobooks of my short, short stories. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. And uh, as always, the show is brought to you by the Dorkening Podcast Network. So if, if you head on over to thedorkening.com, you'll find a bunch of information about the shows. We're over 20 shows on the network now. Uh, a lot of awesome stuff going on. We have a, a great uh, Facebook group, uh, a lot of great discussion there. And uh, Ben and Jeff, why don't you take us away? I like to be followed on Facebook <laughs> and from behind. I like to be followed from behind. Um <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like duh oh wait uh, that's me <laughs> uh, you can follow us on uh twitter the token the dead token one whatever the nope. fuck it is on twitter Twi- the token the toking is twitter instagram to- to- toking dead one on it's token on dead instagram. one on instagram <laughs> see i do facebook day. i don't do that other shit you want to go to touch yeah. me go to facebook until our website is built, you know, just go to Facebook. Because like I said, I, I like to follow behind. Oh, man. <laughs> and Ben, why don't, you, why don't you leave us out like you usually do? So, as Jeff said, we're on all social media platforms, including TikTok now. Um, YouTube, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Leo, congratulations for remembering to plug yourself tonight. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we want to thank Jeff Peterson. We want to thank all of you. Um, but like we say every episode, we'd like to take a moment and thank all our first responders and our veterans for doing what you do every day so people like us up here can do what we do every day. And in the midst of this pandemic, we want to thank everybody out there on the front lines, all our nurses and doctors and healthcare professionals that are that, that are trying to keep you safe. We love you all. We'll see you next week. Be safe. Be safe. Your book of lies will buy you. A mild acceptance, my free mind will keep me from under your spell. And when we die, you'll be another angel in heaven, but me I'll be. A fucking legend in heaven.